The following talk show is the exclusive property of WHOV 88.1 FM and Hampton University. The views and opinions in the following talk show are those of the participants and not of WHOV 88.1 FM and Hampton University. WHOV 88.1 FM welcomes you to the pastor's study. The pastor's study in any church is a place where the pastor can go to collect his thoughts, study God's word, and develop ideas and thoughts on what direction the church needs to take. The pastor's study is where research is done on various topics. Missions are brought to the forefront and salvation is formed. The pastor's study on WHOV is a talk show that allows you, the listener, to come inside and to find out more about the ministers in the area and the good works they are doing across the region, the nation, and the world. Hosted by Pastor Kevin Swan of Ivy Baptist Church in Newport News, the pastor study is now open to the public. So come on in and find out what plans God has for his shepherds and his people. Welcome to another edition of the Pastor's Study here on WHOV 88.1 FM. Pastor Kevin Swan in studio, Mike side with my partner, Rob Dixon, station manager here at WHOV. He's been out the last couple of weeks traveling with the basketball team, but he's back with me in studio. And if you just heard the news before we came on, what a world we live in where you get robbed in the church. Rob, did you hear that? happens everywhere you know what i'm saying two people go inside of the church church. exception i mean the gold cross melts down and makes a gold grill just like anything else (laughs) he gets robbed in the church man we just did the show we did the show last week while he's in it while he's in it you got to put that in it while he was in while he was if you just tuning in and didn't hear there's a pastor in suffolk of a church two men came inside of the church robbed the pastor inside of the church took cd burner and some other uh laptops That church was doing well. They got laptops sitting around. I don't know many churches that got laptops just chilling. <laughs> they chilling. We, the we laptop got... just chilling over there. And the pastor said, well, he stole some laptops. Your church doing real well in this economy. You just got laptops chilling in the church. I just want to put that I, I, I just, have we gotten to the place, Rob, where you could just go inside the church and start it's robbing not people? the first church that's been robbed. No, I know that. But I mean. Uh, yeah, man. It's, it's bad out there, man. Please. Churches can be robbed just like. Now, look, you know, last week we did the show on guns in the church. Yeah. So what's your position? Should, should we be able to protect ourselves in the church or no? Uh, who's carrying the gun? Should I be able to carry a gun? No, the pastor can't have a gun. Somebody tried to rob me. can't have a gun. No, the pastor can't have a gun. So security can have the gun. I'm not big. We've had, we talked about this before. I ain't too big on security having guns either. Well, if somebody coming in the church to rob me, can I have some sort of protection? Uh, Can I have some sort of protection? No, we can't all be carrying guns. (laughs) It'd be a shootout in most churches. (laughs) Folks say something wrong. You better watch your mouth and go to their hip. You know, no. It's it's like that. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't need to be having no no guns. No guns are not the answer. No, no, no. Now, that was my position last week, by the way. Pastor Young and Pastor Johnson, who here, said they they are fine with guns in the church. They're fine with guns in the church? They did say that last week. Security. They said security. I'm surprised you're not either, but their churches are sitting in the hood. You're not going to talk about my church. (laughs) 
Your church is right on the edge. No, you not gonna talk about it. You're right on the edge. No, we not doing guns. I ain't got no problem with bulletproof vests, but Kevlar. So somebody can shoot me. I can't shoot. No, you can't shoot that. Come on. That sends the wrong message, Swan. I understand. I mean, come on, Pastor. I said last week that I was saying. I'm saying. I'm just saying that that sends the wrong message. Thou shall not kill. Except when you come at me and I got a gun on my hip. So you can shoot my me. Search. You uh, can kill me. Not, just like last week. How you going to preach that? How you going <laughs> to preach thou shall not kill but you strapped? That don't mean I'm trying to kill somebody. No, What's like, it yeah. mean? I'll, What's it mean? Look, What's I, the gun? Do I have the oh, right? I'm good. I'm just going to shoot you in the pinky toe. Let, let me, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to stop you from coming let, at let me. Let me ask you real quick before we go in. The, the topic was last week, Rob. That the the man in Illinois walked got, up to the pulpit and he got shot and, and shot the man right in, I, in I the past. I don't disagree. I feel sorry for that man, and, but no, pastors don't need to be strapped. I didn't say Churches. pastors. I said so security. No, beard. I don't believe in guns. Okay, I don't believe right. guns are the answer for anything. Guns, more times than not, guns end up killing people that they were not intended to end to hurt. Okay, so I let's no, no guns. That's just like having a gun at home and a little child find a gun. What somebody, some old, you know, she just trying to clean out the the the, the church. She finds a gun, passes to you, and she drops it and she shoots herself. I understand. Now, now the mother of the church is dead because there's a gun in the church. She's trying to clean up after the pastor. I got you, man. See, the pastor I'm on I'm your side, about Rob. The pastoral I'm on your side. aid society member. No, you're not thinking about it. <laughs> Well, no listen, we, you got to jump into the show today. We we have with us in studio, this is how we do it. We, we have with us in studio Evangelist Iris Perkins of Iris Perkins Ministries and Shalom Baptist Church in Newport News. Evangelist, how are you today? Thank you for coming in. I'm doing well, Pastor Swan. I tell you, all this gun talk, I don't know what to say. Well, well I, when people getting robbed in the church, I, I don't know how. Robbed and shot in the church. We're going to skip the Eighth Commandment. <laughs> we, the, number one and number eight. We, we, we can't do that no more, God. We're getting attacked. Uh, no, we, we, what is the world coming to? But we are glad to have you, Evangelist Perkins. And you are here because you have a conference that's coming up on the 27th and 28th of March. Why don't you tell us about it? Yes, we have a conference coming up March 27th, March 28th. That is next week, listening audience. It's Kingdom Vision Conference. It is free and open to the public. Men and women alike are invited. Saturday morning, however, we do have a breakfast uh, that will be... uh the speaker will be Dr. Phyllis Young. She is a pastor of Azusa International Christian Center by way of New York. Uh, but she is now here in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and she's going to bring the word of life. Did you say breakfast? I said breakfast. What are we serving? $25, dollars Oh. <laughs> you know, now Rob, when he hears food now, it, that, that, you the antennas go up. It ain't continental, is it? I mean, if no. it's 25 dollars we getting pancakes and sausage? Oh, oh absolutely. All right, all right. Absolutely. Let's continue now. Just want to make sure. Because food bring out the masses. He, he will ask you now. Yeah, I'm going to Just ask. so you know. I'm going to ask. Rob, you can't break her in like that. That's She's used right. to the show, it's man. Not, Rob, come on. Somebody out there was sitting like, breakfast, breakfast. You know, I mean, they want to know what you're serving. They want you know what I'm you man. Give us some time. I know, but you know. Go ahead, Evangelist. Go ahead with the rest. interrupt. It's all right. I'm going to back up just a little bit. Friday night. Friday night. Uh Friday night, uh, March the 27th, Dr. Decker Tapscott, who's the pastor of Faith Christian Church International Outreach Center from Warrington, Virginia. He's going to bring a kingdom word. He's also a prophet. Right. Oh, hallelujah. If you if you want something to be told to you and you're looking for some answers, God knows he will be able to give you some answers from the Lord. Mm. And then on Saturday, somebody say Saturday mid-morning. Saturday, Saturday mid-morning. Saturday mid-morning. 
Pastor Kevin Swan. Oh, he ain't no good. Oh. <laughs> he ain't no good. Uh, he came to my church and rocked the house, Doc. Rob is biased. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Pastor Swan came and rocked the house and they didn't have a gun. <laughs> no guns. I don't, I don't strap. No, I'm not strapped. <laughs> but Pastor Swan, he will be our mid-morning speaker from Ivy Baptist Church. He's going to bring a kingdom word to us as well. We have Soul Direction uh, Community Youth mm. Choir of Newport News. Now, if you haven't heard of those young people, it's about 50 young folks that sing three-part harmony. And my daughter is a part of that group. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And they, 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 yeah, they're awesome. They're off the chain. And then we have EPAW Dance Ministry that's also going to be dancing on that day. And IPM Praise Team will be uh, singing as well to get the, the worship started. And on Friday night, we have Divine Purpose uh, Praise Team that's going to be singing. Now, listen, artists, we know that there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm telling you, we've been planning this for six months for you, just for you, because someone needs to hear a kingdom word right now. And uh, we have planned this, and we're asking that you would come. We have vendors available, some of everything that you would like to have. We try to have it in, in one spot so you can get Jesus and you can and get some jewelry, too. I know that's Amen. right. Amen. So listen, so for those who might be interested, where is the conference going to be held, and what are the times Friday and Saturday night? The conference will be held at the Holiday Inn Executive Center, 5655 Greenwich, Greenwich Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Friday night doors open at 6 o'clock. Uh, Saturday morning, the breakfast is at 8 o'clock. Uh, the mid-morning Saturday service starts at 11 a.m. And if you want to purchase tickets, it's only for the breakfast. It's $25. You can call us at 757-825-0030. Or you can visit us at our website, www.irisperkinsministries.org. If you don't have it uh, right now, go and pull it up under Google and you'll see it. Okay. And once again, this is the Kingdom Vision Conference, Friday, March 27th, Saturday, March 28th, starting on Friday at 7 p.m. That is free. Saturday morning, if you're going to attend the breakfast, the cost of the breakfast is $25. Then there is a mid-morning service at 11 a.m. That is free. Yeah, some some swan guy is going to be there. And that's going to be at the Holiday Inn Executive Center. 5655 Greenwich Road in Virginia Beach. And again, for more information, you can call 825-0030. Again, 825-0030 or visit irisperkinsministries.org. Evangelist, we do thank you so much for coming on today and visiting with us. Thank you, Pastor. And uh, we'll continue to promote it, and uh, hopefully we'll see a blessed time and have a blessed time in the Lord next week. All right, God bless you. God bless you also. We're going to take a quick break here. We're going to jump into our show today, have an exciting show today. We're going to talk about church and technology. Uh, Rob asked a question when we were not preparing the for this. Not but the technology, right? Right. No, not the Rob asked a question the other day, should pastors be on Facebook and MySpace and communicating with their congregants and that's just creepy i'm on there i don't see the problem with it we're going to talk about it there's some other things that are going on we have a pastor that's going to call in he's doing some creative ministry down in mississippi you want to listen to what he's doing great work in the lord through the use of technology have we come to that place where churches can no longer ignore technology because really it's being used in every other place we're going to talk about that on the other side here on whov 88.1 fm And we're back on the pastor's study here on WHOV 88.1 FM. Pastor Kevin Swan in studio, Mike side with Rob Dixon, station manager here at WHOV. We do have an announcement we're going to share toward the end of the show. Pastor Raymond Johnson from Calvary Revival 
Church Peninsula has stepped in as well. We're going to talk with him in a little bit. Our topic for today is technology and the use of technology in the church. Is the church uh, at the place now where we can no longer ignore technology and how it's being incorporated in society with MySpace and Facebook and Twitter and many other forms of connecting with people through the use of Internet? It's given us opportunities to go and advance the kingdom of God in ways that we never could before. And so are we, uh, should the church look at the use of technology and incorporate it into what we do as far as service and ministry is concerned? And we have with us on the phone, and it's God ordained how we met. Uh, actually, I'm in the dissertation phase of my studies in seminary, and I looked up uh, at my topic, and this pastor in Mississippi actually did a dissertation that I really enjoyed and, and contacted him, and he was gracious enough to come on the air today because he's doing some incredible work in the Mississippi area with the use of technology. Dr. Chip Henderson, who's with Pine Lake Church out of Jackson, Mississippi. Dr. Henderson, welcome to the show today. Thank you for coming on. Well, thank you very much, Pastor Swan. It's a joy to be able to be with you guys today and uh, to, to touch base with you and hopefully share some information about how we can uh, spread the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ through the use of uh, some modern technology. Absolutely, and that is the subject of our show today. And in talking with you before, you shared with me that you're doing some really innovative types of things. For those who are not familiar with your church, uh, can you just kind of give us an idea of the size of your congregation? And I know you do one church in multiple locations and how technology plays a part in all of that. Sure, absolutely. Our church is, uh, we have about 7,000 people that uh, worship with us on the weekend. Our, our church has three campuses in the Jackson metro area. We have a reservoir campus, which is kind of, which is the original campus, kind of the, uh, we call it the mothership. It's where the, the preaching and teaching is done. Uh, we have three services at that campus and roughly uh, 5,500 people that attend there. Then we have two other campuses. Uh, strategically located in the north and the west part of our capital city, where we have uh, we have worship uh, opportunities there to have campuses with staffs there, and uh, what we do is we capture the teaching at the reservoir campus, the campus on the east side of our town, and then we use the technology to take the message to the campuses to the north and to the uh, west side of our town. And uh, that way we have one church family that hears the same message. We do the same worship uh, in all three locations. But we use that as a, as a way of spreading our church out all over town. So, so, that's, so that's the, in, a, in, a, in a nutshell, that's the idea of what we're doing. Again, we're talking with Dr. Chip Henderson, pastor of Pine Lake Church out of Jackson, Mississippi. And, Pastor, I guess the question is, so you're saying that at all locations there's a worship experience that's going on, but then when it's time to preach, you come on the screen at the satellite locations, and then the people hear your preach word at all three locations. Is that correct? That's correct. And the idea is that, uh, you know, we, we live, Jackson, the Jackson metro area is roughly 400,000 people. And uh, while there are so many people that live in and around the area, we all go to work at the same places, whether it's, you know, Blue Cross Blue Shield or one of the local hospitals or with one of the government uh, agencies in town. But uh, it, it's, it's probably a 30- to 40-minute drive if you're going from north to south or from east to west. And uh, our church has grown to, had grown to a point regionally where there were people coming from those areas, but they weren't really plugged in to leadership. They weren't serving. Uh, they couldn't be evangelistic with their friends driving so far. So what we decided to do was, through the use of technology, actually take the service 
to them. So, yes, we have a live worship experience, a full church staff at each of our multi-site locations, but all of the Pine Lake family is exposed to the same teaching on Sunday through the use of technology. So there's praise and worship, but there are things that are going on at the satellite locations, and then everybody, so I guess you're able to time it so that at a certain period of time they know when you're going to come and preach, and then everything stops for the preach word. Is that kind of how it goes? Well, it's actually that there are some churches that do that. There's a church called LifeChurch.tv out of Edmond, Oklahoma, who's really perfected that. They've really measured out exactly how much time they have, and then they are a literal live satellite feed from the main campus to their satellite locations, which are distributed all over. Uh, We really, we opted for a different use of technology. You don't have to go quite that way. There are other ways you could do it um, through the use of a T1 line where you would actually uh, put put the, the sermon onto the Internet, and then the multiple sites could, could download the, the message, even as it's being preached, sort of like TiVo. And uh, that's one way to do it. But because we've been in rented facilities or schools, we really couldn't invest in a T1 line, the technological uh, need to be able to do that. So what we do is we actually capture it on a, on a hard drive, just like you would record it on your recorder at home, and we then hand-deliver the hard drive to the locations, and then basically the message part is um, is viewed as a video recording of the of the prior hours of worship. In other words, at the Pine Lake Reservoir Campus, we have an eight o'clock service that we capture and record, and then we take it to the multi sites and they show it at nine thirty at their services. Okay, so that's see. the way we do it. So they're an hour behind us, but it gives freedom. So if the Spirit is moving in the worship, they don't have to cut it off or stop. It gives freedom for the Spirit to have movement in in the worship experience. And then when it's time for the message, uh, we transfer then to, to the use of the technology. Again, we're talking with Dr. Chip Henderson, pastor of Pine Lake Church in Jackson, Mississippi, one church in three locations using the use of technology. And I guess, Dr. Henderson, my question to you now is for those who attend the satellite campuses who don't actually sit in your presence when you are preaching. Was that a hard sell, so to speak, to get people to go to those locations and instead of seeing you live and up and, and up close, they're now watching you on a screen? Was, was that something difficult for you to get across to your membership, that this is what the vision is of the church? Mm-hmm. You know, initially, Pastor Swan, it was hard for me to, uh, to get my mind around, too. I was against it and thought, you know, that's, that's not the way it's going to work. That may work in Atlanta. It may work in Chicago. It may work in Los Angeles, but that's not going to work where I live in Mississippi. And was really against it until I actually saw it and experienced it. I went to a church in uh, the Dallas area, um, a church called Lake Point Church in Rockwall, Texas, and uh, was able to sit through the live service on a Saturday night and then went to a satellite service that they had at a multi-site campus on a Sunday morning and really was surprised at the quality of the experience and the fact that you lose sight of the, the fact that you're watching the teaching on video. At our main campus, we use image magnification, uh, you know, side screens that actually show the speaker uh, on the side screen so that you get a better view of facial expression and that kind of stuff. And one of the realities is people who sit beyond the third or fourth row in the, in the main campus where I'm physically at they typically aren't looking at me on the stage. They're looking at those side screens. And uh, through the use of technology, what we've done is captured a high-definition image of the speaker on the screen, whether it's myself or one of the co-pastors who's preaching for the day, 
so that at the multi-sites there are three there are actually two different images there is on the on their stage on their platform there's a large screen that shows the high definition image as if i was standing on the stage preaching in their presence and then to the sides we have the image magnification shot also for them so that some people even at the multi-sites they don't watch the person on the screen on the middle screen the high definition uh, screen where you're standing there most of them are watching the side screens anyway. So it was hard. The answer to your question is it was hard to get our minds around initially. But because of the, the quality of technology with high-definition TV, you really lose sight of the fact that, uh, that, the, that the teacher for the day is not physically standing in front of you. And I guess with, you know, even with education going to distance learning and, and all mm-hmm. those things, I think people have become more accustomed to not actually seeing people in your presence to actually mm-hmm. get something uh, and I guess we're almost out of time, Pastor. I do thank you for, for taking time out of your schedule to talk with us. And so I guess the question now is, as you continue on in this vision, do you plan to have more satellite locations in the Mississippi area, or do you even plan to go outside of Mississippi to do satellite locations in other states or other locations across the United States? Yeah. And the answer is yes to all of the above. Right now we have on our plans to, uh, on our strategic plan, our vision is to uh, go to our college towns, where many of our college students, you know, leave the Jackson area and go to Mississippi State or to Ole Miss uh, to, to school. And uh, so it makes sense for us to have an opportunity for them to worship there uh, with their home church. And when their parents visit them at school, they can, they can also experience church. But even beyond that, with, uh, with the use of the Internet, and it's free, the technology on the Internet is free. Once you put up a, a, a video, a vodcast or a podcast, our missionaries are having worship experiences in Turkey, Kenya, Russia, people from our church who are on the mission field inviting the people they're ministering to to come and to sit down in front of a computer screen and actually experience the worship of our church. So the answer is absolutely yes. We're, we plan to use technology more and more as a tool to uh, spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Pastor, thank you so much. Uh, this has been very enlightening and informative, and we, we congratulate you on the mission of what you're doing how technology has really allowed you to take the gospel into places and in different ways and uh, certainly has given us some things to think about here on the show. So once again, thank you for coming on the show. Dr. Chip Henderson, pastor of Pine Lake Church in Jackson, Mississippi, one main location but also has satellite locations throughout the area doing great work in ministry. Pastor, thank you again for coming on the show. Indeed. Thank you, Pastor Swan. You have a blessed day. You do the same. We're going to take another short break here. When we come back, we're going to get thoughts from Rob, thoughts from Pastor Johnson. We want to hear your comments as well. Do you think you could sit in a service where the pastor isn't present? Do you think you would be able to enjoy the presence of God and then watch the pastor on the screen? Some people have overflow now, so some people are doing it. But do you think you could do that on a consistent basis? Would you want to see your pastor on MySpace or Facebook? Would you want to interact with him that way? Uh, you know, We're going to talk about all of that. We want to get your comments, 727-5407-727-5711. Take a quick break. Come back with your comments here on WHOV 88.1 FM. Back on the pastor study here on WHOV. 
And uh, if you're just tuning in with us, the topic for today is church and the use of technology. How far should the church go in using it? Uh, if you just uh, listen to us on the other side of the break, we had uh, Pastor Chip Henderson of Pine Lake Church in Jackson, Mississippi. He does one. He has one main campus, and then he also has two satellite locations where he, he shares his message simulcast or a video is shared in these satellite locations. And he's doing great work. He's going over in Kenya and other parts of the world through the use of technology. And so the question becomes, for a member, how comfortable would you be sitting watching a, a telecast of your pastor? And so I want to hear from Rob. We have the phones ringing already, Rob and Pastor Johnson. We want to hear your comments. As you heard Dr. Henderson sharing his views about his church, if you were at a satellite location, would you feel comfortable watching the pastor on the screen, Rob? Nope. Couldn't do it? Nope. Don't like it. So, so you would have to go to the main location. Uh, yeah. So, so what about people? I like. I'm sorry, you, y'all, y'all sitting there going, "Rogers don't like." No, it's not that. Technology is a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing, especially if it's used in the right way. But for me, I don't like going to concerts and having to sit so far back and watching somebody on the screen. So I know I ain't gonna like seeing no pastor from a screen. And so, no. I'm, so, do I'm you watch? Really. Do you watch? Uh, Telecast, like, do you watch TBN and the no. Word Network? So you don't watch any of that? I mean, I look at it if somebody interesting is on to me or if I wanted to see how somebody is, but I don't watch them for long periods of times, no. So so even in your church where, you know, and, and you know, Six Mile gets full and you have problems sitting in overflow. I, I have big problems sitting in overflow. I still try to fight my way to the main <laughs> yes, section. I'm walking around trying to get past the usher. Can I just pick my head in? There go my seat right there. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I do not like being in the overflow section. No. So are you completely against technology and the use of I'm it? I'm not completely against technology and the use of it. I think technology is a wonderful thing that you can utilize to help reach out. I mean, even when, you know, Six Mount um, and many other churches, you know, they put their broadcast on the Internet. You can watch it on uh, Word, streaming, 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 Word, streaming, streaming, Word, Word, streaming, Word, streaming, Word, One of them streaming sites. And you can watch this, this, this past Sunday service. You can watch it on there. I think that's a great use of technology for that because if you're not there or if you just want to see what's going on at your home church or hear a message or anything like that, I think that's wonderful. I think what he's doing for his college students is a great idea. Okay? Okay. If you have a church that's that big, and apparently he got a big church. 7,000. Uh, yeah. If you got that many college students and you can get a group of them saying, oh, there's a group of them at Mississippi State and then, you know, we can send up a video and they can watch or that could become a satellite location for them. That might be an option for them because not everybody, you know, it's hard for a college student to find a place of worship out of their area. Like people came down to Hampton, get this chapel, but then, it, you know, folks are like, well, they may not enjoy chapel. Not to say chapel's not enjoyable, but, you know, some people just don't, you know, they don't get into the chapel service. So they may want something else. And it's hard sometimes to find a church that you feel comfortable with right. down here sometimes. And, you know, there's plenty of churches down here that will reach out to college students, but it's not for everybody. And so if you can find, you know, and if you get this tape and there's a bunch of you still down here, that's a, that's a good use of technology there. I don't have a problem with that if that's what those students want to do. I mean, I still prefer somebody live and in my face. But that's me. Um, so old school I, now, Rob. Yeah, You're old school. It's not necessarily old school. I mean, I, I love technology, but it's just some things I just like. I mean, I'd rather watch or see in person. You know, when I go to a concert, you know, they have the big screens up, and I know it's for the benefit of those in the nosebleed section, but to me, I'm not paying money to go see and watch TV. So You want to see the person. I want to see the person live. Okay, so you, you have difficulty separating the person from the experience. You need the person I, to give you the, prefer, the whole experience. I don't need, I prefer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a big difference. So I prefer the live in action experience and everything like that. Now for, you know, if it works for other folks, then that's a great thing. But for me, I'm, eh. 
Okay. All right. And we want to hear from you, 727-5407-727-5711. And it amazes me. He said something that amazed me, too, that, you know, folks watch the screen, even though they, they're sitting right there and the man's right in front of them. They, they still do. watch the screen. There they do go. that at six miles. I'll be, I'll, I'll be thinking right to myself. I'll be thinking to myself. What are you doing? He's so, sitting so, right so there. That, that tells you that people are already some, uh, to some degree comfortable oh, I with think watching. Comfortable. I think people are just comfortable watching TV. Right. And so, <laughs> right. You're right. Yeah, so I think that has a lot to do with it. But me, no, I prefer the You watch. can't do it. No, Pastor, Pastor Johnson's here, Calvary Revival Church Peninsula. And, uh, Pastor, as you heard Pastor Henderson out of, out of Mississippi talking about all of these things, first of all, the first thing that we said off the air, could you pastor people that you, that you don't meet? It is very difficult to pastor people that you don't meet Meet in the sense that there needs to be some point of contact. Uh, you can do that through delegated authority within your ministry. Which he has. Which he, he has. has. He has his own staff at each location. I would just kind of, and it may work him a little harder, but I would be one to actually want to physically go to the location at some point during the service. And there are plenty of churches where there are pastors that are pastoring, and they've got two and three locations on a Sunday morning, and they do one at 8, another at 9.30, another at 11.30. I yeah. think there's something to be said for the experience that you have so that you are physically in the location to sense what is in the atmosphere to make deposits to the people that you are shepherding. I would prefer to do it that way. Okay. However, with the advancements of technology, uh, and, and one of the things that Rob just mentioned, which is a great idea in regards to the college students, we, we actually do live now fully in a sight-sound generation. So to actually be able to stream the satellite image live where they can still see and hear and participate. There is something to be said for doing that. So I'm not necessarily 100% for it or 100% against it. I think it's got to kind of fit to the context of what you're trying to use it for. Yeah. Now, if you're going to use it for college students and younger people, I say great. But those who are Gen X and beyond and boomers, they want to be actually physically in the location. So I think there's got to be a mix uh, so that your ministry can reach all people. But the reality is this, the generation that is coming ahead of us, the next generation. Yeah, generation Y, the millennials. Is definitely involved in technology. All day long. So if you don't have technology in church, they're going to be sitting on their hands, oh. bored to tears. Yes, yes. Because they don't communicate but the a, standard way. There's yes. a difference. Between, and then, but see, to me, that is a problem with technology. You know, you make it seem like, well, we have to do it for them. My thing is they need to come up out of that. Okay. Well, how do and you expect if, I, if I, this is what you live in? I live in a, in a BlackBerry, MySpace, Facebook that's world. That's the problem with this new generation is they don't have any interpersonal skills because they don't know how to talk now, to each point. other. Now, they sit there and text each other, and they're standing right in front of each other <laughs> that's instead a point. of talking to each other. <laughs> I agree. I just sit in the station and watch folks text each other back and forth in the station. I'd be like, you sitting right across from them. Say hello. Say hi or something. They can't do uh, uh, public speaking. They can't speak in front of anybody because they're used to PowerPoint and all these things. I can just send my assignment to my teacher and anything like that. That's one of the problems with technology. Mm. Now, I think technology is good to enhance something. If you're using it and you can speak in public and you have technology to help show audiovisual stuff and all that, that's a great aspect of technology. But when it becomes your only way of life, when it becomes the only way you can function and speak and receive something, then there is a serious problem. So we, and need, so balance. we, we, we need balance. And that's, we, a serious, that's to me, that's a problem when I, I got to be technological so these students or these kids will sit here and watch me, then no, no, no. They need to learn how to sit down and shut up. <laughs> I agree, Rob. <laughs> but in order to catch them... So now I got to no, put no, word no. scrambles on the screen no, for them to look. feel like, and I got to do a Tetris <laughs> game where Jesus got to come out the cross if I get six of parts of the cross together. Look, no. The reality is this. 
Jesus said, I'm going to make you fishers of men. Yeah. Okay. Right. To fish in this generation ahead of us, yeah. you're going to have to use technology, whether you like it or not. Jesus said fishers of men. I think he used the fish example because it's one of the simplest forms of, of catching nope. somebody. No, nope, but it's because they were. No, nope, because the disciples. <laughs> or some nets. The disciples were fishermen. <laughs> yeah, but I so, think so it's also it a basic thing. No, he but didn't Rob, say, well, you know, in 1999, you're going to have to be able to use Microsoft Words 2008 to fish men. That ain't. <laughs> let, let me give you an example. And we're translating in, into this because this was also a question, Rob, you and I talked about off the air. Facebook and MySpace. There we go. Okay. I devil. I set up a face. <laughs> I set up. I think they're the devil. Look, I but hold on. Not. Let me finish. I set up a Facebook account simply to be able initially to talk to the youth of our church because I know our youth and young adults primarily communicate through Facebook and MySpace. And with a large congregation or larger congregation, I wanted to make sure that they still felt like that they could talk to me about certain things. Yeah. What ended up happening is once I signed up, I ended up talking to so many other people who I didn't even consider mm. would be on Facebook mm-hmm. or MySpace mm-hmm. to where now it is a means of which to communicate not just with young people but with other people within our congregation. The question now is, Rob, you know, we asked this on the air, off the air. Would you feel comfortable with your pastor, your church, no. on Facebook or MySpace no, or whatever the case? No, 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 <laughs> no. Would you feel comfortable if the government was on Facebook checking up on you? They so you saying, are. are you saying I'm big? I'm big. Yes, that's big brother. <laughs> it's 1984. You the man now. You the man now. You the man now. You the man now. So, so you're saying that I'm on there looking with a critical eye. No, it's no, not, I'm not doing that. It's not even that. Well, let me let me explain to you. First of all, I don't like Facebook or MySpace. Those kinds of sites to me right now. And I say they're the devil. Some people think I'm joking and it's funny, but I'm for real. I don't like those sites because one, it, it it's it, it takes three hours for you to sit there and cipher <laughs> through all that stuff. People got to sit there, and then when they get a message, they got to go to that person's page and talk. No. Listen, and, and, yeah. wait a second, wait a second. And then they get through it. I mean, I sit here and watch these college students, and they they zone out for two hours trying to go through all their Facebook messages, yes. changing their yeah, statuses, putting their and pictures all they, on there, and all that kind of stuff. Tagging yeah. that stuff and yeah. everything like that. Each other time, then they don't have no time for their assignments, and then they fail. But that's, that's just one thing. But when your pastor goes on there, I mean, that's almost like him stopping by every Tuesday to check on the cleanliness of the house, making sure the marriage is doing this, this, that, and the other. I mean, at some point in time, you know, they, they got to live on their own and everything like that. And, and to me, it's just creepy. I, I just don't want my pastor. You know what I'm so saying? you saying I'm creepy, man. Are you saying that creepy. I'm you man now? It's a little creepy. Now. All of a sudden, no, no, you, no, get no. The, you get <laughs> Pastor Swan wants to be your friend. You got all these pictures of you partying, hanging out with this <laughs> sexy girl that you done seen, and everything like that. Do you want your pastor to be your it friend? Might, it might make you live holy. It might you make you live holy. It ain't going to make point. you live holy. It's just going to make them go, okay, that's make my hide it, fake. And this is what the kids do now. It's my fake MySpace page where my mom, my dad, and all my teachers, my pastor can join. This is my real, real MySpace, MySpace page. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't get into the MySpace or the Facebook or anything. Like the kids now telling me, Rob, you need to get a Facebook you need page. It. Let me say this. Oh, Whether you like it or not, Rob, when I set up the account initially, it was said to me on Facebook there are 175 million people that use Facebook. I'm sure. Now, if you have an opportunity to bring that many people together and to share your voice and hear certain. Let me, let, let me ask. Hold you on, whether, whether you like it or not, you you would be unwise not to take advantage of it. You're right. Okay. Whether you like it, I don't necessarily it's a like marketing it. Marketing wonderful tool. I don't disagree. <laughs> However, when you get that friend request from that one woman. <laughs> 
and your wife having you, to you check your Facebook. You better make sure your Facebook. wife got the password. Yeah, <laughs> your, face, your wife checked your Facebook page. And she go, baby, who, who is, is this? Who's, 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 who's Lil Cheeks 2007? <laughs> and you sitting there going, she just reached out to me. I just Unfriend wanted to be her quickly. I'm ministering to her now. You have to handle Facebook, <laughs> MySpace, like you handle any other situation. You, <laughs> You got to establish boundaries. Yeah, you have to establish boundaries, uh, man. Uh, 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 look, uh, little cheeks. Uh, little cheeks, two thousand nine. <laughs> I live cheeks to that. This gonna be Pastor Swan's friend. Listen, no, it's too many, too many. You know, I, I just don't. I, it, it gets a little creepy. It's like somebody said the other day. Yeah, my teacher was talking to me on Facebook, and I was sitting there going, For "It's the reality, real? man." And they was like, "This, it's a little creepy." I said, "I'm sure because you can't do and say everything that you want to say or to talk to anybody. You just gave the example of one of your kids. Who yes, was, I did. And, somebody out." What happened was and I she, was on that Facebook. That was her release, and she didn't need Pastor Swan at that moment. Yes, she did. She needed to release. That was. She needed to release. For those, she needed to. Hold, hold on. Let me explain. Be angry. Let, let me explain. Let me explain. She needed Pastor Swan. Then. Let me explain what happened. So I'm on Facebook. I'm gonna get your tired right now. And and here's what happened. One of our youth. Uh, had a statement on Facebook that was uh, said out of anger. I just leave it there. Okay? Phil Florin, Phil Florin, Phil Florin, right. Phil. So, so I saw it, and I just, I just simply said, let me use this as a teachable moment to, to share with you how to handle situations. She, That's good. And That's when good. I talked to her, she received it. It was not negative. That's good. That's a teachable moment, that's right? That's good. That's good. It, that's good. Because that's how people communicate in these days and times. Don't you agree, but Pastor? I, hold on, hold on, Rob. I'm, 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 I'm going to give you a ham and organ right now and let you keep going. <laughs> see, uh. see, see that? But that's the reality of where we live. And so we want to hear from you. 727-5407-727. Before we go to the call. 5711. That's a wonderful thing. And yes, it's a teachable she, moment. I'm sure she received it right then and there. Afterwards, she went there and cussed somebody else. <laughs> she was like, my pastor, she said, oops, and I understand to you. But that statement stayed up there for somebody to see. Uh, I'm sure. And, 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 and let me explain something to you. Sometimes, no offense, but you know, and we're talking about that. Sometimes you, you blow up, I blow up. Okay, I need to let some 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 four letter words fly. Sometimes they got to fly. It's a release. There's a for teachable me, moment because I don't want to be like the dude in Alabama and start blowing everybody up in the town. I understand. Because honor had a teachable. There's moment. a way you can release. <laughs> yeah, there's a way. And that, honor God at the same, at the same time. time. You can do it. There you is. You can do it. You're but sure if I'm blasting somebody on MySpace page, that was the path I chose. <laughs> It was the path oh, I chose right there. The and I didn't need Pastor Swan telling me. And she said, oops. She was sitting there going like this. Oh, dang, I forgot he's my friend. <laughs> yeah, see, that's why Facebook and that, that's the devil. That's, that's called discipling, Rob. Right? It's discipling. Whatever. Preach your word, Doc. Preach that's word. what it is, man. Uh, you, you help check people through. And check her into the right. <laughs> 88 one call, are you there? Yes, how you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Now, this is a, a Facebook conversation. Or we we talking about... Uh, we talking, talking about, about technology, technology and ministry, Facebook, whatever. Ministry. Yeah, well, technology and ministry, I guess... Uh, I'm like you, Rob. I don't care too much for the Facebooks or the MySpaces because it turned into some sort of meat market thing. Yes, it has. Pick up people and a lot of negative stuff and this, this and that. But um, as far as the past is concerned, I think... I mean, it's no different than television. You know, some people stay home and they watch, you know, Pastor Price on... Uh, you know, on TV, you know, oh, I like Dr. Price. And so I, and I, I never even met Dr. Price, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I enjoy watching him and several other ministers on television. But it's just another outlet. And unfortunate for me, being old school, uh, it's just that it's just the way of the world, you know, just like from back in the day. You know, they just used to have certain things, and now they're cars. So we have to get used to cars, and now it's this. So you just have to, like Pastor said, when you get on those kind of <laughs> good marketing, 
tools. Don't get me wrong for businesses and such and such. But if you get on there and, and, and go about doing the wrong things with your mind set on that, then that's the type of stuff that you want to attract. I mean, it's nothing wrong with hitting the delete button. Uh, no, I won't accept you or things like that. But as far as the path of being on the MySpace uh, or Facebook, uh, I, it's a great tool. You know, he's reaching to other people also that may not even go to the church. Absolutely, so which I have. Uh, you know, some sort of inspiration is scared to go there or have some, some bad experiences going to a physical church, and this may be the way. And it's unfortunate for us that, you know, this is just the way of the world. you got to use it for such. And if it's a way that you can monitor somebody to keep them straight, I mean, why would you go on there with, with negative things? If you're a, a Christian, why would you go on there with, with a, a, a hot little cheeks, two of God's <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean that's, little that's, cheeks need love, too. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's not, not just the pastor watching. you got to think as a Christian, that's God watching. I don't Thank disagree. You. Appreciate your call. Thank you for the call. Look. Now, let me say this, Rob, before you go in. Oh, Lord. You talked about interpersonal relationships, okay, uh -huh. and, and the youth of today lacking those skills. Right. And, and I can agree with you to some extent, but this is the reality. Like you said earlier, people text, people email, I'm, people send Facebook I, and I MySpace messages. I agree. And so if that is where they are communicating, then you have to jump in the conversation of where I, they I are to, to bring them. To, to bring them where you want them to go. see, your Facebook page, see, it gets creepy because, see, this is what happens now. This is where the danger is. Now, I ain't even going this. I say this because I knew y'all was going to be all for Facebook and MySpace. But this is where <laughs> the danger is. I'm for ministry. Because what happens. Uh, hold on now. Oh, Let that's me... wonderful. But, yeah, we're but about you, we're talking about ministry. How much protection do you have over your Facebook page? How much protection do you have over your MySpace page? None. As what far happens, as what? As far as people going on there. Well, they need your password, things. don't they? No. You, I, I control what I put on, but now but comments, comments by other people, oh. I cannot control. Not, not only that, but images or anything else on your Facebook page oh. can be picked up by anybody else in the world and misconstrued and used in different places. And people can say, Pastor Swan on Facebook, he got 500 fans, 400 of them are women, and this, that, and the other. And the next thing you know, you being put out there as a, as a pimp in the pulpit. And, see, <laughs> I, I, and I've seen it happen. And, and, I, and I see where you're going and, with and that. And so there, that's, that. that's why I say technology, to me, has to be used in the proper manner, in places and ways in which you can have a, a whole lot of control. I don't disagree that Facebook reaches a lot of people. Mm. I don't disagree. But a lot of people just pick up people just to have friends. And then sometimes you don't know who they're attracting. And people look at other folks and see who they're attached to mm -hmm. through Facebook and everything. Companies look at who's on Facebook. They look at people's Facebook pages and decide who can get jobs and not for college students. That's one of their problems. College students put up all their pictures for spring break. Then they go on interview for an internship Lord and everything. They type on there this person on Facebook I and agree. they see all their pictures and everything like that. And then they happen to see, oh, this student drinking, they smoking marijuana, they doing all this other stuff. Pastor Swan is their friend. <laughs> and so now you that, that a, no, no, guilt by association is a real thing. So you're telling me that you think that because another person has a picture of them. And that's all it takes. That they're linking me and to doing the same thing. I see thing. kids do it all the time. If you link to a page, they see some guy on a page of a girl who's scantily clad on there. All of a sudden, he's having sex with her and this, that, and the other. Dude might have just said, oh, she my friend. She changed her picture. He didn't have nothing to do with her changing her picture. But now he blasted because he on her page or anything like that. That's the stuff that I'm talking about with technology. We don't look at the dangers of technology until they occur. And then we're all screaming about how we got to protect ourselves. 
I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And so that's I, I, I get that. It's the same thing with people who put their sermons on YouTube. People take them and cut them up, dice them up, no, chop them up, and, and make them to what they want to make them out. There's a lady I sent, or did you send it to me about the woman on there doing uh, a single lady in the church? I sent you sent that to me. You think she thought that was, she, she was in, in the midst of service. She thought she was mm. doing something. She's the laughing stock of YouTube. Now. Yes, she is. For those of you who don't know, there was a, an elder, I guess, at a Ooh, church. A mother or something. She was a mother who, who did a sermon uh, to Beyonce's single ladies. Oh, Lord have mercy. And, and I guess, Pastor Johnson, what we have to understand is that's the world we live in. There, yes, is, is. there is limited privacy. People have cell phones that can take pictures and yes. do video yes. and put your yes. stuff out there right. yes. Yes. Just, just like that. And, and yes. that's, so, uh, that's, that's, that's the, the reality. That's but, the scary well, pussy, well, but we're talking but, technology. Well, one of the things that what? is interesting about this is uh, I heard one preacher say, if if nobody is saying anything about you, then you're really ministry really isn't it, making an impact right. inside of the city. So the more right. more the more communication, the more talk you got going on about you, the more controversy, if you will, right, uh, it's drawing more attention so that you can set the record straight and let the light of Christ shine. I'm just saying that. You're yeah, I agree. At, I, but, looking at Facebook because it's not meant to be a holy site. Okay, it's a social network. It's a social, social network. network. That's what they call it. And a lot of people do a whole lot of social networking on there. Okay, <laughs> all I'm saying is you and you tell this to people all the time. Be careful where you put yourself if you're a Christian. I agree. Or like that. But let me ask you this: Don't let your good if, people spoken of. If right. you are trying to speak to a group of people in in this room, uh-huh. and they are down the hall, uh-huh. not in this room. Uh-huh. Are you going to stay here and speak hoping that the people are going to come to you? To you or are you going to go down the hall and word, bring God. them back to I'm not disagreering with Preach you on That's the level the reality, of bro. the marketing aspect of it. The ministry okay. and not marketing, the, the ministry, ministry aspect. I, 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 no, that, that, come, I, I, the marketing aspect. The ministry, of, man. Listen, I, I, I is, don't see, because to me, I really don't see the ministerial aspect of it. That's just me. Okay, Twitter and all them other places. I don't. I don't see it. It's a marketing tool. I will say that it can help you to market your church and get people to come to your church or to find as, more out about your church. As the caller said, like I said, websites to me. Fine, churches should have websites. I don't disagree. You know, go ahead. They should put up video of their services. Which we do. Which, right, which we is do fine. That. It was a wonderful thing. Pop, we're on Virginia Podcast, Preachers. Right. Blogs, all that. I, and I think all those good things, there's some tools that I think are very good. But to me, the Facebook, the MySpace, and all that, there's just some places that we don't necessarily have to dwell. And I understand you're saying, well, all the kids are on there and this, that, and the other. Well, that's wonderful and everything like that. But we don't necessarily have to be there in the midst of their rooms like that all the time because to me it just uh, like my students want me to be a part of it. I don't need to be there. Do you think that I don't want to see How else are you going to get people? I can call people. That's not how they still work. They work but that's not (laughs) how they communicate. Well then you You can send you can send one message Rob. So you're going to learn smoke signals if we go to smoke signals next? (laughs) The the one thing is you can send one message instantly to a group of people at one time as opposed to you having to call every Person great marketing individually. Tool. Great marketing tool. It helps in ministry. You use that to your advantage. Yeah. I I I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't. Why want my, wouldn't you? I don't want Pastor Barber hitting me up on Facebook. Why? I just ugh. it just doesn't. I don't. First of all, I don't want to be on Facebook. What about the cell phone? Where the word could come to your cell phone? You get the word I of the day. That's, that's that's the Reverend Run thing. Okay, cool, no problem. Right. So you don't have a problem with that. Uh, but, but it's just the Facebook and the my face. Facebooking is a little more than texting. 
It's a whole lot more than texting. There's all them questions on there, and this person is doing that, this, that, and the other, and blase, blase. No, I mean, you know. The relationship. Who's in a relationship? They're part of the gay and lesbian, bisexual, transgender room, and this, that, and the other. And then you see that, and you're going, why are you in that room? But you you're, gotta, you're a Christian. But the this, that, and the other. They may have a friend they support. And, but no, now all of a sudden it's leaked. This is the stuff that Facebook and all these but social networks the get into. But let me say this on the flip side of that. The reality is this. If now you're really starting to see people for where they are, mm. I don't think that's a bad thing, Rob. It helps in terms of ministering because now you know exactly How you need to where they are. That's All right, good. big brother, ain't no problem if you got to watch I ain't, me I ain't. like that. Listen, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not on I, here. I, I to, that hold on, listen, hold on. I'm not up here trying to shame you. <laughs> Because we all got stuff. All right, I'm big not brother, up... ain't no problem, George <laughs> Orwell. It ain't no problem, George I'm Orwell. I'm not up here trying to put you on blast. Next thing you know, we're going to start putting, uh, <laughs> what they say, they're going to start marking folks on their tattoos so are you gonna, skin. Are you going to say... There's going to be a chip look. in there. And Pastor Swan going to be like, well, if they got the chip, I can find out where my members are. Then let me get in the chip. Uh, no, you so saying... we have to follow everything. Are you saying that Jesus was wrong when he ate with the publicans and sinners? No, 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 huh? no. That's he what he did. He yes. went to where he they didn't were. Facebook him. Come on, man. <laughs> Hold on. What's your Facebook he page? Went, Let me see. He went to where I they were. I got a word for everybody. That's the principle. That's but the principle. That's the principle. That's the principle. Point. Point. You go to where people are, bro. That's true right. too. But he couldn't also fed them folks if he was Facebooking <laughs> them either. I got five fish too. I'm at the corner of. You just got some biases. <laughs> you got to deal with. It's the yeah. devil. Yeah. You got it's some biases. Devil. I think that's a bias and a preference. I think this that you is partly the devil. Well, you got one in your hand. I got to. I got to. Now I have. I got a wife. <laughs> but you text because you talk to me on text. I do text. I, I, and texting to me is something at first I didn't. You get emails on there? No, I don't do the email thing on here. Okay. Even okay. though, but my wife is is about to <laughs> make that possible. You got that right. No, you got but, that right. No, and, and and don't get me wrong. They are helpful in some ways, and I and I and you know we're joking and kidding. But you know, to me, some of the things, like I said, I refuse to do MySpace. I refuse to do Facebook. Mm. So, and, do, so and when you, people find that out, Rob, you on the air, you should have Facebook page, MySpace pages, mm, and this, that, and the other. Mm, mm, and to me, no, I don't need all that. Mm, I, I really mm, don't. Mm. It doesn't. To me, yes, it's a great marketing tool. The stations got them, and the students use them to market out and everything like that and I don't know how much they do work or don't work or anything like that my thing is I don't need to be on, at their level or on their level on everything mm. I really don't so if you want to make them come up uh, develop more standards if you will that's your overall point in regards yeah, to Yeah, I mean, I, I don't need to be in their right. Facebook page. I don't need them to make me their friend. So now I got 5,000. And then it's the other folks that come out of nowhere, and especially pastors. If it's a stranger, you know, the Bible says, you know, open your home to strangers. So somebody hits Pastor Swan up. Okay, you my friend now. Pastor Swan got 20,000 friends. <laughs> I don't know this dude from, from anybody. That's and then the he ends up being a child molester, and then they start looking on the pages. No, and man, look. That's how I mean, it works. I understand what you're saying, Rob. It's extreme. It's extreme. It's extreme. In those situations. It's, that's the funny thing. It's not extreme. Those things I've have seen happened. college they students have break that down. Uh, uh, they have happened. You got so-and-so on their page. Girl, let me tell you what he does. But like I said, I'm going to say this. When I initially started just to try to communicate with our kids, I ended up seeing more people in our age range yeah, yeah. on Facebook yeah, yeah. that I communicate with. That's a lot of people still trying to keep their yeah, yeah, <laughs> they libido and their youth, uh, it's, youthfulness. It's, it's, <laughs> it's rare. Still got it. I'm even Facebooking now, It's girl. where people are, I'm man. I'm 55 in the club still. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> That's where people are. But listen, we need to transition because we're almost out of time. Yes, and, and there is an announcement that uh, has already been made. Rob made it. But uh, we're going to make it here on the show. And that is today, unfortunately, 
is uh, Rob's Very last show yes, it is. with us on the pastor study. In studio. In studio. Yeah. You want to tell them what's going on, Rob? Well, I've said it all week. It's part of the final journey week. Um, my wife got a job outside of Philadelphia, and uh, it was a, it's a great offer. And when she presented it to me, I tried to pack that day and leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, really? That's how much they're going to pay you? Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we're making that move, that transition up there, and it's, uh, it's a year of change. You know, we, we voted we voted in change, and I guess when you bring in change, you know, you got to take change on as well yourself. So I, I didn't know change was going to mean uh, location for me, but that's what it means. So I'll be moving up to Philadelphia. Friday will be my last day on the air. Uh, this is my last pastor study in the studio. And, but you will um, be calling in. I will call in. I'm going to try to get Pastor Swan to give me at least, you know, 10, 15 minutes I can call you in. Got you got and, it. You got it, man. But definitely, uh, you know, it's been a privilege and a pleasure. And you know, Well, I want to thank week. you, Rob. You know, we go way back. Yep. We go way back. We've known each other a long time. And, and when I presented this with you, you jumped on it. You said, let's go for it. And, and I just want to thank you mm-hmm. from the bottom of my heart, man. It's been great doing the show with you. I'm going to miss you, man, not only as a, as a co-host but as a friend. Right. And, uh, you know, I miss you and Octavia well. And so uh, I want to ask you this real quick before we finish that in the use of technology, mm-hmm. if, if <laughs> Six Mount could be in Philly, would you go? Would you go? If they had a satellite location. That's interesting because uh, my wife and I are dealing with that right now. We're, we're trying to uh, deal with um, uh, what uh, we're gonna, what church we're going to go to and everything like that. Because I have a home church in Philadelphia that mm. I, my family helped to build and be a part of. And I want to lean there. She doesn't necessarily, I don't know if she necessarily wants to be there or not. And, I mean, that's something we'll decide later, yeah. you know, as we transition out there and everything. But, um. I'm interested. You know, I don't know. That would be an option. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to check on Pastor Barber and Six Mount through, through the through, web. Yeah, through and, web. Streaming faith like and so, whatever but, else. I mean, there's a church up there in Philadelphia that I'd like to get involved with. It's my home church, and it's not doing as well as I think it should probably be doing right now. I think part of the reason why I'm going up there is to get involved up there to uh, mm. uh, to to get my hands on some things. I don't like the way things are going at my home church. My mother and father are discouraged, and my sisters left the church, and there's some other things going on there. So I, I feel like I can get up there and, and make a difference. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of the reason why God has directed my wife up there, and she knows that as well. So um, that'll be something I'll be looking into and uh, talk to the we'll, pastor. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll definitely see Well, how it goes. I wanted to get you something, Rob. And so, Moose, come on in and to say thank you, man, for, for your help. Oh, and uh, what I what I, <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> but this is a, a business uh, bag, and I know as, as God directs your steps and you do bigger things, in radio and wherever else God will lead you, you can take this bag with you. It also has rollers on it, man. So oh, you know you that. can uh, open it up here and travel with it. I think you got me with this kind of bag, so I can stuff. make a trip down here on Tuesdays. You got that right. <laughs> you got that right. I appreciate so, man, that, though. You, really you are my do. friend, man, and uh, I just I just love you, man. Appreciate all that you've done. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we're gonna miss you. Definitely. I mean, like I said, I'm going to miss everybody up here all week. Folks have been calling in, and, I, you know, I made a lot of friends down here. And I, I'm not going to be ghosts. I'm just going to be in a different location. And prayerfully, God's going to open up a door up there for me to do what I do down here. Absolutely. On a bigger yeah. scale. That's, 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 the, that's the ultimate dream. That's the ultimate thought process. Absolutely. So, so next Tuesday, we will have a show. Um, and uh, Rob, hopefully, will call in. Definitely. Pastor Johnson will be 
Hopefully in studio with uh, us. Pastor Johnson wanted wants to say he need to be packing. He, he wanted, <laughs> we want to celebrate Pastor Johnson because he's celebrating one year of ministry. That's right. Made it one year. On That's Friday. right. I remember last year his wife and him were tracking me down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was on the road with the basketball teams getting yeah. calls for Pastor yeah. Johnson emails and his wife. I was like, what in the world is going on over at Calvary <laughs> that they got to find me? So they finally caught up with me. But this is a year for you. This is a year, This is man. a year. Brother made it one year. That's, and so somebody let me preach to them for a whole year. That's hey, powerful. God My is friends good. went over there and checked you out in that. Told me they had a good time at your service and everything. Yeah, like that. man. So, so, so yeah. Bishop Macbeth will be preaching. He'll be on preaching Friday, Friday night, night the twenty seventh. And All so right. we're glad that uh, you made it for the year. And yeah. so, Rob, we thank you, man. It's not going to be the same. And, uh, uh, it's it's not, but you know what? Like you say, you know, maybe I get a Facebook page. You can hit me. I'm gonna hit you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we you know as I think, man, we've had some some interesting shows, man. You know, the fake today, and then the show. Uh, where the Marine came and, and oh, called yeah. you, man, and whatever, man. Threatened me. Yeah, and then uh, we had the show with, um, you know, I, it's, I lost it already, yeah, man. Yeah, we, 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 we've had some funny shows. We've dealt with some deep, deep issues. We've yes, dealt with we some have. serious issues uh, going on in the church and everything. And the idea, some folks think, you know, Rob, you just say stuff to say it, but I mean, I believe a lot of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious about a lot of this stuff. Some folks think, and it's just to me, it's the idea, and that's the whole idea behind the gospel portion of the station here, is to challenge folks, and, and I say this all the time, challenge folks' religion, challenge their Christianity, because people mm-hmm. say they're Christians. But really, do you think about what the whole... What do you believe? Yeah, that's what good. do you that's believe? Good. And how that's far good. are you willing Absolutely. to carry it? That's and good. if somebody challenges you, can you stand up for what you believe? And a lot of folks haven't been able to do that. So hopefully we've made folks, you know, uh, look at their walk and, and take it seriously and figure out what they think and how they do and... You know, that's the whole idea. So we Absolutely. had a good time. We helped affect. We're going to miss you, man. We did. We're going to miss you. you know, I and you one of the proudest things is that we helped to affect a change through the election. That was Absolutely. a big thing for yeah. me last Absolutely. year and for you. Yeah. And we, we got out there and, uh, you know, we really pushed for, for folks to get out there and vote. And folks voted in massive numbers. Yeah. I saw somebody on the street one day. They was like, you know what, Rob, it wasn't until you and Swan every week was pushing, voting, 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 voting. He said, I finally registered to vote down that's here good. and got out there and yeah. pulled that lever. So, I, you know, that's the idea behind this. And so when Pastor Swan came to me with the idea, I thought it was great. The show has evolved. It has evolved. And, and so. you know, it allows us to talk. And this is what we always wanted to do is talk about things that are usually behind closed doors. Right. And just open it up to right. allow people to, to hear. And it's been great. We've gotten a lot of uh, good participation and feedback. And so right. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, man. Anytime, man. You Anytime. know that. Anytime you need me, I'll come back down here. I'll teach vacation Bible school, you know. I know you will. <laughs> that, hey, Pastor Johnson, that's where we started. Vacation Bible School. Boy, them kids weren't ready for us. Boy. Uh, <laughs> I remember day one they came in thinking we was going to come at them Ooh. with the scriptures and reciting that. What? And we put up on the board. Let's talk about sex. Yeah, we came like, for day one, man. We look at here. Look at here. Class is this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to change some things around here. Yes, we do. Yeah, they yes, was little there. Their eyes was wide open after we finished with them. So. Well, that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. Definitely so. So on behalf of Rob Dixon, last time in studio, at least for the foreseeable future. Hopefully he can come back down every now and again. Definitely, definitely. Well, I'll be back down in the end of April, so okay. um, I don't know how long I'll be here, but yeah, I'll right. come back down for my kids who are st- students who are graduating. So. Good. So hopefully you can stay a little longer, yeah. stay in studio. So on behalf of Rob Dixon, station manager, WHOV, I'll be saying that for the final time. Uh, and on behalf of Pastor Raymond Johnson, Calvary Revival Church Peninsula, we thank you for listening to the pastor's study. As, as a matter of fact, at one thirty, let me say this if I can, I'll be doing a live chat uh, on the use of technology. Oh, see, that's a good use. KevinSwan.org. You can go in uh, forward slash chat starting at one thirty. We'll be on. So if you want to comment, the comments of the day. Oh, okay. And any other subject of interest, Facebook or whatever, whatever the case may be. <laughs> so we'll be doing. You're gonna a, get a lot of comments, Pastor. I, what's your Facebook? Page? Yeah, we'll, we'll be doing a live yeah, chat at one thirty. Watch who you let on that page. 
Trace ain't no joke. Yeah, she understands. <laughs> she's already she's already told me. <laughs> just be careful. Just be careful. Cheeks 2009. Better get rid of her. Delete, yeah, just, just be careful. Just be careful. So once again, on behalf of Rob Dixon, station manager, Pastor Raymond Johnson, thank you for listening to another edition of the Pastor Study. Be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. Take care.